Welcome to That Fangirl Life, the online platform that champions female fans. I'm your host and founder, Laurel. And on this week's episode, I'm joined by Izzy, our social media and web manager, to react to some of your fangirl confessions, as well as a quick game of Fangirl Never Have I Ever. Listen as we hear about someone doing the Soldier Boy dance with Harry Styles, ask why Shawn Mendes was in a cemetery, to our thoughts on Simon Cowell. Hello everybody, I'm joined by Izzy um, for this episode that we've decided to do. We are going to be reacting to some of your fangirl confessions as well as um, some of your unpopular opinions that you've got in regards to fandom, fan culture, your favourites or not favourites or just even celebrities. I think some people have sent in for it. We've got a little bit of everything. Yeah. But to start it off, so you guys don't feel that we're just airing all your dirty laundry, <laughs> we are going to play a quick game of Never Have I Ever. You guys can join in along if you want to as well. I've come up with, I think there's like 12 questions that okay. me and Izzy are going to divulge whether or not we've done it or not. Um, and yeah, there's no winners or losers because who cares if we've done it because we're proud fangirls. Correct. We're going to admit it. So that's enough of a title in itself. So the first one, I'm starting very easy with it because I feel like it's a little bit rogue, but never have I ever listened to K-pop. Like I've listened, I've listened yeah. to this when they're on the radio and Blackpink, but I've like. never really like explored it further than what I hear on the radio. Yeah. just Which I probably should, but I, I haven't. Because... I can't sing along. Ah, uh, that's a fair point. That I'm like, I just, and I don't know what they're saying. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. So I can't connect, like, that further, if you know what I mean. No. Like, when Dynamite came out, I was at work, and it was all I'd hear on the radio, and you best believe that was the only thing going round in my head, on a loop, every day. <laughs> that, that Butter song as well that they've brought out. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah always in my head but that sounds really the same as dynamite I'm really sorry never have I ever bought a life-size cutout of a celebrity does it make me a bad fan if I haven't <laughs> I haven't it's, uh, the reason I thought of this one is because I know that Lindsay's got one in her house <laughs> yeah and I always oh, no. it as well on TikTok being like if you haven't got a life-size cutout and I'm like what I'm like that I've would, not got one. Well, I think it would scare me as well. Like if I wake up in the night, like. I mean, I wouldn't be scared if I had Harry Styles staring at me in the middle of the night. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a 2D version. It's not even like a 3D version. So it's like. Yeah, a, fair enough. Like literally cardboard. Okay. Mm. This is like proper calling me out on this one. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Known where a celebrity lives and drove past their house. Yes. Yeah, you've told me about that. <laughs> with yeah. pictures to show for it. <laughs> yeah, with pictures alongside it. Um, I don't really want to reveal who it is. I'm trying to think if there was an, if there's been anyone else. No, like I've done the like house tour in like LA. Mm. I, I didn't know where they live, but the man doing the star tours did and drove past them. When I like was at uni, so I went to uni in Brighton. Um, I I don't know how I found out I don't know how it happened 
but I ended up finding out where Zoe and Alfie lived because mm-hmm. um, it was literally it turned out like 20 minutes away from my actual house and it was kind of on the road that my bus would take to go so just like walking around I've been past it but like I remember watching all those videos where they were like guys it's really fucking creepy that you're all like climbing over my wall <laughs> and I was like I'm just going to observe it from the bus and that's about the limit of where I'll take this. <laughs> it's so strange. Like, yeah, people want to just take it like that step further. Next one is listen to an album for the first time and then listen to it straight away again. 100%. Oh, all the time. <laughs> I have no shame. I will abuse the Spotify loop button. Like yeah. Olivia Rodrigo Sauer, you best believe that was on loop yes. for about three days. Yes, that was, yeah. Non-stop. Did One you, Direction, I just obliterated that button again. Like, <laughs> Well, I remember when Fine Line came out, this mm. is being a naughty Packer fan, mm. I set up a VPN on my phone oh. and did a, made a, uh, not you, an Australian Spotify account. Okay. Because it was already midnight it earlier, and it yeah. was out there and I could see everybody on freaking Twitter losing their shit over it and mm-hmm. I was like nah this man has kept me waiting like I need to do something right now so I did that and I just I was in like my childhood bedroom as well because I was at home uh-huh and that day and I was like this is so like weird like I'm sitting in my childhood bedroom like we're not even a lockdown wasn't even a thing then oh those were the days to this album like what is going on and then straight away afterwards I was like right now we can actually listen and not be like (gasps) the whole way for it I know that initial listen when something's first come out you're like oh my god I need to listen to like 30 seconds of everything just so I can gather my thoughts and get those tweets in yeah and then you listen to it fully the full way through and you're like okay that was a masterpiece (laughs) or Uh, it was shit but you know never have I ever had a selfie with a celebrity as a lock screen. So either laptop, phone. No. I'm I like, I'm like even an Apple now, like, yes, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm back on it. Even after I met Dermot Kennedy and interviewed him at Isle of Wight, I didn't get a picture with him, like a proper one. It was all just a bit very fast paced I wasn't even meant to be in the press area I'd sort of snuck in with my friend's wristband I'm really sorry please don't ban me Isle of Wight Festival if you hear this but like it was all very last minute and then Tara actually took a picture in the distance of me interviewing Dermot and then I got out and cried um so that's the closest I've got to actually meeting a celebrity and even then I didn't get a picture so (laughs) I'm trying to think I definitely had when I met Nigel Harmon as my lock screen for a mm. while because I was like this has been this has been for years like yeah <laughs> because like when I'd like met other celebrities when I've been younger mm-hmm. I didn't have a phone or a laptop then no so well you got a picture with Lewis Capaldi I mean did that oh not yeah the sorry sorry I lie that was my lock forget screen. our oh, man Lewis <laughs> He forgot about me, so I'll forget about him. Like, don't no, don't forget Lewis. We love Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> even if he did ditch you, but that was my little <laughs> a little bit, and it was my Twitter profile picture for a while as well. Um, never have I ever waited more than four hours to meet a celebrity. Well, I've never met anyone, so that's gutting. 
That was my whole life, Camp, waiting to meet my <laughs> I'm still waiting. Does that not count? I'm ready, but it's not happened yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I've never, I suppose, well, I don't know then. Next one is never have I ever camp, camped out for a concert. Like, I've never camped out for a concert. No, not like camped out to the point where I've brought a tent. But <laughs> I've, yeah, like I've not done that, but I've done... Like I've waited in a car park for the best part of six hours on my own to see Niall. So, you know, kind of halfway there, but. I like this one because I have done this many a time. Oh, go on. Never have I ever taken a photo with a celeb without them knowing it. So like they're in like the Um... background, like when you've been out somewhere, I've done it numerous, like numerous occasions, like Zac Efron. Fair enough. Like, <laughs> then just like, well, where I used to walk to work used to be past mm-hmm. Capital FM. So sometimes you'd get like random people coming in and out for like interviews, and I'd be like, eh. like as I'm walking. Mm-hmm. Never have I ever written a fan fiction. Yeah. Oh, you little bitch, you're outing me so bad. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't feel as bad anymore. <laughs> This is when Izzy reveals herself. She is actually the writer of duplicity. <laughs> yeah, actually, guys, I thought this would be the perfect time to tell you. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, when I was younger in the uh, the prime, which was my Tumblr phase back in 2012, 2013, 14-year-old uh, me was doing bits on Tumblr and Wattpad, and it stood up there, and I have lost all the account details, so I can't log in and delete it. I... <laughs> dabble now and again when I'm like I need to get like my creative because I used to love writing stories when I was at school and Mm. sometimes something will come to me and I'll be like right and I've all like everything is only like ever half started and Mm. then never gets finished so now I don't upload them anymore they all just sit as drafts (laughs) on there but it used to be zacefron.net I think it was called or zefron.net that used to be like the go-to before Wattpad was even a thing god what did we do before Wattpad zephron.net apparently <laughs> like it was I think it was all on like proper like different fan okay like that never have I ever asked a celeb if they remember meeting you I don't think I ever no. have I think I've ever met like someone more than once mm. met them I feel like I could get away with it if I ever met Lewis Capaldi again. Be like, do you remember me? Like, mm. Do you remember me? You fucking ditched my date. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like all the other ones would be a bit like, no, like, cause they must meet so many people. Mm. Okay, there's three more. Okay. Never have I ever had a romantic dream about a celebrity. I feel like... All everyone, the time. Yeah. I feel like everyone does. Yeah, especially after you end up on like a spiraling saga on Wattpad and it's two in the morning and you've just read like a full fan fiction from start to finish. Yeah, which is like probably longer than a novel. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds about right. (laughs) Never have I ever cried when meeting a celeb. I don't think I have. I mean, I cried afterwards. (laughs) As soon as I turned my back, that was it. There were tears everywhere. (laughs) Um, and then the last one was, was, is, 
lied about liking a band or song to seem cooler. Yes. Which one? One Direction, because I was so old. Oh, okay, fair enough. I was like, no, I <laughs> that's why i'm not a fan couldn't be me at 24 (laughs) i'm so desperate to get into my old ipod that i found today my ipod yeah to see what is on there because that must be like i don't even a time capsule what's on there so we have now outed ourselves out so you don't feel as bad when we read your anonymous confessions it's an open space here (laughs) i'm gonna hand the mic over to Izzy to um we're gonna get started and because we've had quite a few sent in in the end thankfully mm-hmm. uh, yeah so yeah Laurel hasn't actually seen these yet I have kept hold of them kept them secret at her request um so Laurel's reaction will probably be a little bit more off the cuff than mine but some of them are pretty good so I'll start with We've got a couple there, all on different artists, all on different topics. So it might be a little bit jumpy. But the first one I've got is I once snuck into an after party after a gig where I was really drunk and sweaty by pretending I was an A&R rep. And I decided um, and I ended up at the same party as Harry Styles. My drunk ass didn't know what to do until they played Soldier Boy. And I, for some reason, decided to do the entire routine about four feet away from him. We ended up having a quick chat and he was really nice. Wish I could remember it better. (laughs) Hold on. There's so much to unpack. I know. <laughs> One, what, like, I want to know, whoever this is, please, like, send me a DM because I need to know more details, And even though you said you were drunk. Um, so ha- what they said they were at a concert, first of all. So, yeah, she went to an after party after a gig. Um, okay, and at this point, she was already drunk and sweaty by the sounds of it. <laughs> I want to know what gig you went to. Because I feel like that's quite telling of like how drunk you would have been. Because if she's gone to a One Direction gig, I'm a bit concerned. Mm. <laughs> and also then I'm just like, right, well, like, how did Harry Styles get to this after party? Like after the gig. So, right. Mm. Okay. So there's that. That was my first thought. And then Soldier Boy. What? Oh, right. Soldier Boy. I'm like, when did this come out? Surely this was like 2006. But I mean, it's a club classic, isn't it? If it comes on in the club, you best believe I will run from the toilet so quickly just to be on that dance floor for that moment. 2007. Oh, I wasn't far off. Okay. Wow. 2007. So he would... Hold on. Have I... Hold on. No. So then it would have been like... Because I was like, hold on. If it came out in 2007, Harry Styles wasn't around in 2010. Okay. Harry Styles was there when he was like 14. <laughs> He's vibing on his lemonade. So much to... Right, whoever this person is, I'd like to know what you do for a job now. Oh my God, imagine if she now works in A&R. Like, props if you do. Like, I'd love... Yes. I want. And to... if you do, can you get... Laurel and I into a party where Harry Styles is going to be. I will promise not to be too drunk. I can't get too drunk anymore because my body cannot handle it. Yeah. Wow. I just want to know, like, how how did you blag your way in? Like, no. It's quite impressive, isn't it? That is really, yeah. Committed to the cause, for sure. 
I just love that so much. Like the final comment, we ended up having a quick chat and he was really nice. I'd hope he was really nice. Okay. Shouldn't have just had a quick chat though. It should have been a nice long, you know. Yeah, but if they were just after doing Soldier Boy, like I'd be like, I need, I need to cool down, have a bev. Like, how did that even happen? Did she just turn around at the end of the song and go, "Oh shit, there's Harry. I look like a right oh, twat." Hi. <laughs> the Superman this time. Like. <laughs> oh, locks eyes with Harry on that exact lyric. <laughs> yeah, whoever you are props to you forever I feel like <laughs> that's a great one to put on your if you are married or not in a relationship and you've got a dating profile that is a great like prompt oh for sure that is for sure speaking of Harry going off on a slight a slight different segue there the next one is even though One Direction are now all doing their solo things I still feel ashamed to admit that I used to love them obsessively I feel like some people are still like that though like I think it's an age thing. As you get older, you don't like to look on those obsessive tendencies in a good light in Mm. some ways because you wouldn't do that now in that like bigger perspective. I think it's just that different perspective as you grow older and you're like, okay, when I was younger, I thought this was fine. But now I've wised up a bit and put like, you know, you some know, perspective like, and context boundaries yeah some boundaries <laughs> on like how much to express it and whatnot like don't get me wrong there's all different levels of how people want to express it and I'm all for it don't be ashamed about it if you're ashamed about it you need to think about who you're surrounding yourself with mm. I feel like I feel like that life lessons telling. with Laurel <laughs> yeah I feel like that's very telling if you're ashamed of it you need to figure out who around you is making you feel ashamed mm. if it brings you joy and makes you happy why should you be ashamed about it if that is what brings you happiness in life own it own it yeah. <laughs> the next one you might recognize laurel oh is this what i sent her so if any of laurel's former co-workers are listening maybe tune out now um, I told work I was ill when in fact I was actually on my way to Reading Festival for the weekend. So I had to block my stories from everyone at work. Do tell. Yeah. <laughs> you say previous co-workers, it's not. It's my current work. So. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. It's all right. I've got different bosses now. And yeah. Um, Perfect. It was only one day um, because it was obviously August bank holiday. So it was only the Friday. The girl who also does my job so like we have to cover each other when someone's off okay. she was already booked off and mm-hmm. I'd already had these tickets bought mm-hmm. before she told me she had it off and I hadn't booked it off yet because I was like it's ages away mm-hmm. and then she was like oh yeah I'm having that week off work and I was like oh fuck <laughs> so I was sick for the day and I was sick up well to be fair I was sick on the way home from Reading Festival that day was that just because you drank too much that and also it was really 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 hot that day oh okay like excessively hot Mm -hmm. didn't drink enough water didn't go to the toilet enough so just was not (laughs) probably wasn't wearing sun cream definitely wasn't wearing a sun hat oh of course Um, not (laughs) yeah 
But if you do want to see that day, it's on my YouTube channel because I vlogged it. <laughs> so I yeah. love that you made the whole effort of like blocking everyone in these stories so that they never knew what was going on. And then you were like, fuck it, let's post a vlog. <laughs> oh, I didn't say what day I was going, so. Oh, very clever. They probably have figured that out though, wouldn't they? Oh, I don't know. This one's quite, um, how should we put it? I don't know what where to use. I'll read it to you and you can form your own opinion. Um, so it's, I once waited for Sean Mendes outside a cemetery, but in my defence, that graveyard is more like a museum. People haven't been buried there for decades. So technically, technically in capital letters, I waited out outside a museum for him. <laughs> I want to know what Sean Mendes is doing at a cemetery museum yeah. type thing. I was like, there's so much to unpack here as well. <laughs> One, why was Sean Mendes at a museum at a cemetery hmm. um, two did you know that he was there and then went there or did you just happen to be in the air like going to this, this cemetery slash museum but also there's still dead the people cemetery there. that's not a cemetery yeah <laughs> there's still dead people there also did you get a, please tell me you actually met him though afterwards like all of that like after all of that, if it was just, I saw him across the graveyard. <laughs> Behind the headstone. Oh, God, that makes me feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> when I'm saying react to these, I'm, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'd probably do it as well. Like, if I knew he was there. Be, well, I say, I say this, and the fact that I've had on numerous occasions when someone's been like, Harry Styles is like, bloody blah today. Mm. Or like when he was in Brighton, like not gonna lie, I could have jumped in my car and like gone down there, like and been mm. like, Ooh. but I, but I don't, and I don't know why. I think it's because I want that organic like meat. It not just the, happened by chance. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. Like if it happened like, like I don't know, going backstage before a show or something like that, or like mm. talk shows after party something like that fair enough but I feel like in real life situations I want it to happen naturally so like mm. so if I was like I don't know out for lunch in Soho and he came into the restaurant or cafe that I was in or whatnot like great I feel like my hiding out not hiding out but knowing where they are and going to days are over I just, I'm really focusing on the fact of why the hell was Sean Mendes at a cemetery, but not a cemetery. What if we can Google <laughs> Sean Mendes cemetery? No, all I'm getting is fan, fan fictions. Oh. Well, I mean, I got a meme, but <laughs> was this recent? Was this a while ago? Is this like a new undercover project that Sean Mendes is working on? Something to do with graveyards? Was he shooting a new music video and that needs to be done in a graveyard? Yeah, there's so much to unpack. Again. Who knows? Like many of these confessions, I just need more. Yeah, no. <laughs> I need more content. I'm like, please, can you send us a five-paged email? Okay, another one. Let's have a look. I feel like having been on a fangirl TikTok for the longest time now and seeing many a relatable TikTok, this one will probably speak to everybody. Um, I used to shave my entire body every single One Direction concert when I was like 14, just in case I was pulled out from the crowd and asked backstage. And that's on reading too many fan fictions. What was I thinking? I was only 14. 
<laughs> and normally when you look at them on TikTok, they'll be like, you know, them now being like, what, 20, early, mid 20s, like looking lovely. And then they show a little picture of the 14 year old selves and their little One Direction tops in pigtails. And it's like, oh, what were we thinking? <laughs> Obviously, I think the first One Direction concert I went to, I'd have been like 20, hold on, I have to work out. I'd have been like 24, 25. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. It's more chance of me getting pulled up, but also there isn't. Because if I showed you the photo of what I was wearing, no. Let's just say disco oh, don't. and blazers. Oh, I remember yeah, mine blazers. when I first saw them. Like, I was probably 13. In oh. fact, I was 13. It was for my oh. birthday. I was lying. And- that wasn't the first time I saw them when I was 24, 25. First time I saw them would have been 22. When on the X Factor tour. Some of us weren't privileged enough to go to that, Laurel. So just rub it a little bit more. (laughs) But like, honestly, I remember going to that concert at the O2 and we had some of the worst seats. And you best believe me and my two friends still made the fucking effort to wear heels at like 13. I didn't need heels. I was already like far too tall and in like a um, what you call it like a skater skirt and like a like Like weird sleeveless blouse thing black like tubey kind of material yeah 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 let's not I do have a vlog of me going to see One Direction that day and with my yeah it's such bad quality such the camera quality was not great then but I have a vlog from that day and honestly my one my singing two my outfit three I remember walking in and I think five seconds of summer were playing and oh. me and my sister were like we I didn't really know who they were then so I was like me and my sister were like who the hell are these like but 100% also whenever I read fan fictions and whenever they're like I made sure to I washed my hair and shaved my legs I'm like, girl, when you've been with that boy for like, I don't know, two months, oh. three months, it all goes out the window. Game over. Yeah. You don't care anymore. No. Okay, the next one up is along a similar, well, not really a similar vein. Um, I'm a directioner, but I don't hate Simon Cowell. I don't understand why other fans do. Without him, we wouldn't have had the band. And I think this is really interesting, actually, in the wake of Liam's podcast interview with Diary of a CEO. Yes. Because I watched that the other day and I mean, we've we've heard like, you know, them all say it was too much work. We were overworked, like it was just too much. And I think a lot of that comes down to probably falls back to the record label and the management that were employed on behalf of the label. Yeah, I think what people need to distinguish is that Simon Cow is now more of an entertainment figure, even back then, mm. than he was a record executive. That he first was when X Factor first started. So I can't remember how many episodes, how many seasons of X Factor we were on by then. And I feel like he's always painted out to be the villain because when you're younger, you want a face to be held accountable. And it's always easy to Definitely. be like him and modest. They're the ones. Da, 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 da. And don't get me wrong. I do think they all have a part to play in the way mm. that they were overworked, the way that they were treated. I heard things from people that work 
in the entertainment industry that have now started to come out in regards to dating bans for some of them in regards to obviously we've heard about being locked in the hotel rooms Mm. in between shows when they say that when they say that it makes me feel like they've been like locked in like an asylum or something I think this stems into another kind of area in regards to even people on Twitter with anything and always looking for someone else to take the blame on different things just hit the nail on the head of what I was about to say like people online are very very vocal about this sort of stuff they will hear something in the news and be like oh it's you know this person's fault and especially with Simon Cowell I feel like a lot of people really feel strongly against him yeah and I think that when when you're younger you don't understand the whole like mechanics of how businesses work Mm. and as you get older you have to understand as horrible as it sounds he is a businessman and he's seen these five boys Mm. and been like ching ching pound signs these can do it we like we put them together put all the money that we can get into them I think they could be really big and it's worked I'm sorry no freaking businessman on top of his game is then going to be like do you know what lads take three years off and we'll come back we'll revisit they were making the most amount of money for that label at the time that Mm. anyone else like if you think about the turnover of X Factor winners that have only come on to release one album and then just disappeared into the abyss of nowhere. Like they were the ones making him the money. So as horrible as it sounds, mm. of course he's gonna overwork work them, but he is not, despite what you read in fan fictions, Norman <laughs> Cow is not in the bus with them every day on tour. It's, at the end of the day, it would have been down to, especially for Harry, Niall, and maybe Zayn when they were under 18. They'd have had chaperones because yeah. they are not like they're still not allowed. It's illegal, yeah. isn't it? It's illegal in the UK. They need a chaperone mm. and with them, which sounds fucking insane. Like, doesn't it? <laughs> Imagine being One Direction chaperone though. It would. It should have been the duty of the chaperone and the people around them. And I'm hoping that they did, and it just never went further than the chains of command because at the end of the day there's in any freaking workplace there's channels that you have to go through to report things and for a young what how old would they have been 16 to 19 20 yeah something like that you have just been given your dream your dream job in the world that you've always wanted to do you have got girls boys flocking at you on Twitter, Instagram, they want to be you. They want to be with you. You're seeing the world for the first time. And also you're seeing the pound signs in your bank account and thinking, Mm -hmm. I can change my life. I can change my family's life. Like, especially like when you watch This Is Us and you see like Zane where he's from and like Liam where they're from and then buying their houses for their parents. Like, that's why they carried on doing it at the time. And because they loved it. And it's that whole, let me weigh the highs of the lows. because when And also probably because they were locked into like a big legal contract, like a five yeah, album deal. Probably, you know, the well. legal things. <laughs> but don't get me wrong, they would have all, they would have, especially towards the end, 
they would have been able to pay their way out of that 100%. Like, oh. the amount of money they would made. Simon Cowell does have a part to play in it, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's the big evil man that people think. <laughs> Sitting there, like, breaking a cat, like, Dr. Evil. Like, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, I was very shocked we didn't get a 10-year anniversary greatest hits album. Like, I'm surprised Psycho weren't like, hmm, let's make that and churn that out for money. So upset there wasn't, like, an unreleased released hits like that tiktok you did laurel the one you didn't recognize me being the stalker that i was at like 13 i knew that song it came on i was like oh my god yes vibes and i was like wait laurel doesn't know it not know it because obviously i need that released by one direction rather than the artist they sold the song to i need it what is that what is this (laughs) i'm not gonna lie back then i was not i had a boyfriend i was too busy being with my boyfriend and pretending I didn't like One Direction to be on One Direction Twitter all the time. So, Meanwhile, I was the other way around. I was the complete opposite. <laughs> what, 13, 14? Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, you want to skive off your homework. I want to skive off my boyfriend off work. <laughs> so the next one is, I bought 20 copies of the Say So remix to get Nikki and Doja their first number one on Billboard and sent them to random American addresses so, as, so it counted as sales. I didn't know any of the addresses I was sending these records to. So did they pick, did they just go on Google, American addresses, or did they like send a message being like, hi, like, who wants these? I'm guessing it would just be a random address plucked off Google, but commitment to the cause there of getting That's a number commitment. one. Yeah. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> spending was- his hard hospitality wages on CDs he wasn't even going to get. <laughs> Yeah, because I'd be like, wouldn't even know. Well, I wouldn't know. That wouldn't even cross my mind. I'd just be like, people, go buy them. That is commitment. Props. Can We need you on board for the um, next One Direction solo release. Maybe Louis, I feel like he needs some help in regards to stuff like that. So, oh, bless him. The next one is a little bit more, um, I don't know, not mellow. But it's quite a personal one and I don't know the band very well um but it is I've been in love with Riley from before you exit for 10 years and lately I've had a really severe anxiety to help with my feelings I wrote letters to him in a book that literally says what he means to me and that I believe he's my person with a funny little um grimacing emoji face um I'm 25 and can't get over him I'll never give him this book do you know what there's no issue I don't think with that if that's helping you cope with going for a bad time go for it people have different ways to outlet stuff like don't get me wrong <laughs> is he seen my manifesting <laughs> journal there's oh, all kinds of <laughs> manifesting and trying to get manifested in there in regards to Harry Styles that helps me like I feel like writing letters is a good way to let things out in general definitely um, you want to write letters to what was his name? Riley. Riley. If you want to write letters to Riley, you write the letters to Riley. As long as you've got a lock and keypad on it that you know no one will ever see. If you don't want them to see it, that's yeah. all you can ask. But I feel like a lot more people will do that more than what you think. And I feel like yeah. it's the same as well with where people do fan fiction. I think own it. Whatever helps you process your feelings is totally valid. Mm-hmm. And if you ever do meet Riley from before you exit, give him the letters. Go on. I dare you. Do it. 
<laughs> I reckon he'll really appreciate them because everyone likes to be told that they've helped like and anybody that says no they don't I'm sorry everybody needs everybody loves a little ego boost and <laughs> he helped someone through something without with un- unintentionally doing so mm-hmm. is nice and it's a nice way for you to say thank you to him as well without him even knowing that he's done it. The one off the back of that that we were just talking about was the next one is actually, I don't want to date any of the 1D boys. I love them, but I'd rather just be their friend. Yeah, 100%. Well, apart from Niall. <laughs> if you're listening, Niall, Laurel is ready. The DMs are open. <laughs> to your girlfriend who is really pretty and has great fashion sense. Um, but... Yeah. No, I right. I'm gonna pretext this. Do not get me wrong. And I said this before with Shah. I don't know if I left it in the first episode that we did because I was like, meh, don't know how comfortable I feel about us divulging this on the first ever episode. <laughs> but we said, don't get us wrong. If we were out on a night out and you were having a flat up with Harry Styles, and he either he or you were like, hmm, you wanna go back together? And that transpired and 100% yes you are not going to say no I don't even think any. I don't even think someone that was like Harry Styles is not attractive would be like do you know what hun you're all right like 100% I would but I know one and also we touched on this in the season two finale in regards to you could not ever date Harry or Louis because you would your entire being would be scrutinized down to what way your eyebrow was brushed (laughs) in regards to the whole Larry and everything like that that's brushed to the left they must be gay she's a beard (laughs) or like with Olivia it's a PR stunt for the film like Mm. she doesn't need fucking to be dating a 27 year old man to make a film <laughs> sell well <laughs> yeah. like let's not lie Harry Styles is in it we're already going to go see it guys and we're going to go see it about 50 times in the cinema so you best I, believe it you best believe it yeah. she doesn't need a peer she doesn't need to date him but like I always say they will they Ali will like come and like beat me up in regards to this because she thinks they're getting married I think they're gonna end in tears but yeah I've said that nice before. and cynical there nice and cynical <laughs> when I was younger though I had this like obsession that I would only want to love them but now I'm older I'm like you know what I've actually grown up and got myself like a nice boyfriend I don't need additional people mm. I just want to be their friend bit of an interesting one here probably more of an unpopular opinion than than anything else but I never understood the Beyonce hype is one that was submitted I kind of get this do you yeah especially don't get me wrong all her like first stuff when after Destiny's Child like split up and whatnot Mm. great her newer stuff I'm a bit like meh a self-titled album, though, whenever that came out, that must have been, like, 2014, I want to say. I thought that was great. Yeah, I like all, like, Crazy in Love and 
all the classics yeah all the classic like Beyonce stuff but I think the reason that I'm a bit like meh is because I went to that classic V festival where mm. she kept all of us waiting for like an hour and a half while she ordered like 50 chickens from Nando's like, that's not on Beyonce that's not and it on was pissing down with rain <laughs> no I do don't get me wrong I think she's talented but especially now I feel like there's a lot more more talented people I don't know if I agree with that actually like I think she is incredible I'm gonna come for you here (laughs) you sip on that water no I think she's like incredible like her um Coachella performance absolutely insane like her like whole stage presence performance visuals vocals everything I think her like title and her status within like pop music history is well deserved like really well deserved yeah she's just gone super quiet I want more tunes like you know single ladies that's what I want (laughs) are you ready for this one this is a proper yeah I can relate to this one okay it says my 1d account with 6,000 followers was exposed to my high school by a friend who faked another 1d account to follow me and then showed and told everyone what I'd posted I had to delete it ASAP this happened to me in school (laughs) one I was humiliated my tumblr had been outed that was it I was removing myself from society (laughs) I was becoming a hermit a recluse (laughs) I'm so glad the internet didn't really exist that way when I was at school. I feel bad for you, for this person. Mm. Because especially if you were like a proper like update account, right? Yes. The time, and if it was just you running it, the time and effort that goes into them, hats off. Like It's a full-time job. Yeah. So yeah, I feel bad for you. And I hope you never spoke to that person ever again. Cut them off. Cut them off. It's nasty, isn't it? Yeah, I was about to say childish. What I what I think it comes down to is jealousy. Mm. And in my head, then my head just literally went to Olivia Rodrigo, jealousy, jealousy. <laughs> and it's when people see other people doing something they love and being happy about it and thriving. And okay, you may have not been telling everybody, but there's six thousand people that followed you knew knew about it and were exactly. enjoying your stuff. And they've figured that out and thought you know what I'm gonna shit all over their freaking whatever's making them happy and take it away from them it's not cool and I feel like that's what happens a lot of the time with people who are fangirls of stuff someone they will openly express that they are and then someone Mm. will take a big fat shit all over it basically and be like they're rubbish they're not great like oh you only like them because they're five good-looking lads. Mm-hmm. Like, That's or, a big one. I think people don't like to see other people happy. And it says, yeah. what Susie says of Sally says a lot more of Susie than it does of Sally. Sally. I had to really Very ask. true. Really. <laughs> have, is that it? We have done them all. Have you got any we other have. burning confessions that you need to make or an unpopular opinion you need to divulge with the class? I don't think I have, you know. I really don't think I have. You outed me enough in that first section of Never Have I Ever. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to fall out now. 
Yeah. <laughs> me and Izzy are no longer speaking if, um, from this podcast recording. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. As always, our links are in the description. But if you are wanting some more fangirl content till next week's episode, check out our website, thatfangirllife.com. And join me next week when I'm joined by Katie and Sophia, who run one of the biggest Harry Styles update accounts on Instagram. Bye.